Okay, you should have two copies in front of you. Let's go just to get our bearings. We last chiddush we saw was that the uh, guy in following Shittas Taisus holds that the Gedr Chukoseim is basically down to Tzvei Dinim. One is if it is a Vanazar Kisha for rooted in it, or it might be, or it's mysterious that it could be, or it's a Davrashtus for Hevel. And the guy says that if you have something in Tanakh, that is optional but mentioned that we know it's not shush to have because we got it first and we had a good reason for doing it. And if it's something they use in their avodah, example he gave is from the matzeva, which used to be loved by a kosh baruch and then hated, kaviyachol, and now we can only have him as bear from any avonim. If they use it in their avodah, then if it's mentioned in Tanakh as a chiv, like Lula Vanessa, we don't stop. If it's mentioned as something we just did but it's not a chiv, then we would stop. The Ramallah Shittasa holds that there's only one Gedder, not the second, and if it makes any sense, if total Shus Vahevel, they can't explain it. It's one thing, but if it's some of the for Hevel, but they can't explain it, then it's Mutter. Uh, that's one Machlekes. He says, uh, part two, by the trees on Shvuas, that it's Mutter once we have a reason, even if they're using it in their Avoidah, even if they have it, part of the Chaga, which falls around Shvuas time. So, we had two questions we left off with. I said I'd get back to today, which we will admit to Shem now. One is Yehuda, who is um, slightly Charlie Horse, but uh, you still remember your kasha. Uh, I did a lot of dancing last night. So, you want to know about the yarmulkes of the Galochim. Why is it if they wear it during their services, and by us it's not a chiv daraisa, it's a later minig, it's no better than the trees, We'll discuss exactly what the gather of the minig is. Is it the race now or not? But it's the race will be based on Chukoseim, if at all. So it's a minig. It's not mentioned anywhere in the Pasuk. And therefore, Lucheira, and it's not a Dinder Abanon, you have to do it. Just uh, We're going to see what the gather is, but it's not, not the race of the Rabbanon. Lucheira, if they're using it in their service, it should be also for us to wear, which will certainly be an interesting chiddush in this year. That, uh, <laughs> and we're not going to say it, but yeah, yeah. So, Shaili, that was your question. Why is it not also? So, one of two things. First of all, I'd like to know somebody can research this with the next religious akum you see in the office. Uh, do they only wear it in their service? We discussed that after this year, and I don't know the answer, and nobody here knew either. Guys, a bunch of, bunch of Amarats and what? They wear it all the time, but maybe they hold their always in service. I don't know what they consider. Uh, I mean, they, if you'd walk around, you'd be bumping to one on the subway, would he be wearing one? Not necessarily. I don't know. So that, that's, uh, you had quite a few and they weren't wearing it. Not necessarily. Not, not, not necessarily. Okay. Uh, Maybe only when they go to see the very orthodox doctor they don't? Ask somebody from Why don't we ask a guy? It'd be easier. <laughs> uh, they don't know. Okay. Uh, somebody. <laughs> okay. So just uh, somebody find out. That, that's one. Then it's not a kasha. Then it's not only during their service. And Amela, it won't become usher for us. That's one possible answer. The other answer is that it's if it doesn't start off as a davish hoshtus for hevel, then you really wouldn't have a kasha because it's something that why are they wearing a yarmulke? I'll go on a limb. Why are we wearing a yarmulke? <laughs> That's too um, oversimplified. It had to be true, but. We wear uh, yarmulke to remind us of the one above, and it's a reminder. And um, I assume if you'd ask them, Lahavdol, that's the same reason they're wearing one. 
So it's hard to call it a double source of Hevel, but however, that'll get me that at least according to our Ma, it's okay. But that won't necessarily help me according to according to the Goyim. That's the problem. In, in, the, in the Russian Orthodox Church, yeah. the, uh, any commoner has to take off a head. We're going to get to that. That's not just, yeah, that's the whole Taz on that. When we get to yarmulkes, which we're going to get to either this week or next week, we're going to discuss that. But anyway, so but just... the Pope uh, does wear one, so... Yes, yeah, so I don't know I mean, what they Russian hold. Pope. Not, not the Pope. Uh, they are the two different popes also? No, no, they, well, they have their own church. I know, I didn't know they had their own... Uh, the well, they, okay, the, okay. Like the, the, the so he walks around. The so he walks around. They have, they have hats. All the time. I think so. Okay. So anyway, just something to check out whether it's a din in their service. If it's not a din in their service, then we wouldn't have a kasha. But if you see a lot of Gedolim pictures of Avidolim, they have like different... You know, like the only Gedolim. Yeah. What? Where Moshe has that big yam, like they're different kinds. No, that was just a Rabbanus so type thing. Not, but he also it's had not, like, uh, the black velvet one. I only saw him in the uh, in the big one, but that's just a, a European thing for for European Rabbanus. Okay, that was one question, which uh, again somebody will verify. I'm sure I'll get some emails. If I get an email from the Cardinal tonight, I'm really going to be surprised. Uh, <laughs> but you never know who's listening. Uh, I don't feel a little scared, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the, uh, anyway, I'm sure we'll get some information in and we'll, uh, we'll address it then. The, um, the second question, which your first Ma'amokam is on, is what's with the raising of the hand? So Yaakov, who's making a chasna right now, see so he's not here, he will catch up. He was asking from a Pusik, and that's why I said you have to verify the Pusik. The Pusik was not, he was asking about this. Why don't we go like this when we pray? I use pray instead of daven, like they do. The kasha he was trying to ask is, why don't we raise our hands like this? And that kasha is spoken about by many, many Ephraim. I just picked one out of many from the Minigis Old Torah. Here's a lot of Chukasem. I picked one paragraph just to quote the Chuvas Be'er Sheva, and you'll see what happened there. And basically, it's going to be the same story as the Matseva and as the Goyim. Uh, and that is, once they started using it in their service, we stopped, even though it's clearly mentioned in Tanakh many times, which we will quote, it's never mentioned as a chiv. It's mentioned as a good thing, an Indian, but it's not a chiv. My million-dollar question, which I don't have an answer to, is why, according to Ramal, wouldn't we still have the minig to do it? If Ramal holds that once we clearly had a first in Chumash, there's nothing wrong. So the only answer I have now is that even though Ramal be that if that becomes mamish, their trademark, you don't do it, as opposed to we have trees that have one nut that they made up that trees. I can't. To the guy that was mamish the way they they pray, then we're going to stop. Which would answer like going like this also. But how does be this, the truth is talk about raising the hands and davening. So let's see it inside. Minigisol Tyre is your first copy in the far, second column in the top line. Tfilah which is kneeling, which we also don't do in a big way. We have one vestige, and that is on Yom Kippur, and the rest of the year we do not do it. He quotes the, this is a quote from the Shaz and Shuvah Be'er Sheva, Minurei Temehesi. I always wondered from my youth, Lama ain on a noyigin lespalas the kifas yadayim lamalo, kameshenagu avasenu mi'elam, kameshenamar, and he quotes a number of sukim. Hamesi yadai, Hashem kel elyam, which is missing a word here. Moshe Nehemiah can say, "See, it's a year." Ephraim says, "Kapai Allah Shem is Moshe Rabbeinu." 
We have Avram, we have Moshe Rabbeinu, and Moshe Nehem, Akasha, Yara, Moshe, Yadai. They had the whole battle. Every time their hands went up, they would win. Every time they went down, they had to get a chord to hold it, an iron. So this was a major, a major Indian. Again, it doesn't say it's a chiv to dive in this way, but it certainly was done by the most choshev. Shema Yeshleimar, Ma'achar, Shanimsu, Naigen, Umas, Olam, Akum, Lisbalo, Kach, Bezekifes, Yadayim, Lamala, Kim, Mephursim. Since the Akum started doing it. Therefore, we stopped doing it. This is just a, a, a concept here. It actually is mentioned in the Chumash, but it's all mentioned in the context where Abba Vinu Yitzchak did it. It wasn't a chiv, they just did it. So then Hashem, by Kabbalah Satara, answered it. And he quotes this from the Shuk Be'er Sheva after the parentheses, Why is kneeling a Kavachimer? Why isn't it a Huadin? The answer is uh, the Tanakh makes quite clear that everybody was. In their Avodah practices, kneeling down is one, the is one of the primary ways you worship Avodah Zarah. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says that there's uh, the Zivuch and Kitur and Shtachava, but there are also specific ways an Avodah Zarah will be done that nobody else does, like Balpar, and I won't describe that here, you know what that is. It could be a generic one, but this is one of the four generic ones. So once they were doing that big time, we stopped doing it, still did the Besamitish, we still do it once a year, twice a year. Zecher uh, to what was going on then, and uh, the rest of it has been abolished because of this. The question is, why does the Ramah agree with this? We say Yeah, but we don't actually physically do it, except for. So we're saying. We're saying there used to be a. There used to be, but we still say it in a lane. We do. You mean why they take it out? They already took out the line before. <laughs> and that caused havoc. They sort of like put it back now, but uh, not also they didn't put it back. Uh, so that they took out because uh, they'd be whatever. The certain religions started uh, making uh, allegations and all sorts of persecutions. So it was just dangerous. So they were that, not anymore, which is why we're putting it back in. Uh, most of them put it back in already. But it's a good Shiloh. So we're still quoting it. Uh, it's a Pasuk, but uh, you know, we, we don't do it anymore. We do it a little bit. Uh, but primarily, it's uh, not done the rest of the year because of this. Again, the question is, why does Ramah seem to agree with these examples? It's because they're more extreme, they're more blatant. That's my conjecture, but uh, it doesn't really say Beferish. This is the reason why we don't do it all the time? This is the reason why we don't. This is, we it, which fits according to the guy that tastes better, but again, the, this is... Hands also. We, we don't do it with the hands. As a matter of fact, I don't know how much they do it. Again, uh, we should really invite the rep just from their uh, <laughs> to answer these questions. Uh, but probably it is the right of teaching Terry to an Akum. But I assume, uh, no, don't they do this by the Halukas or something like that? They uh, don't. People down like this? Not because the hands aren't raised over their heads. I don't think, and people do that. They'll do it from time to time. They won't. I think he's saying the meaning by the game was they would. That would be the stance the whole time, as it was. So, but we don't. Uh, does that mean if you're really into your and you start going like this, you should say whoops? No, no. But we don't do it as a uh, as a constant uh, posture. Put it that way. Yeah. This year. Um, the first time of the calls out is December 25th. 
Good. So I, I, learn I, I, extra. I, I, what? Learn extra. Hanukkah is Tarish Malpeh. Yeah, you're usually giving gifts on the first night of Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I just finished Thanksgiving, and we made it on time, by the way. We have four weeks to figure that out, with just the whole thing with the gifts. But the short soundbite is the good news by Hanukkah is there was a minig in Europe to give Hanukkah guilt. The bad news is they didn't start buying presents for eight nights and put it under a bush. <laughs> That's the bad news. So, um, so there's no doubt in my mind, I don't think anybody else's mind, that we've sort of embellished it not because we're more affluent, but because we live in America and it's had a bad effect. And that's a problem. So I'm not saying it's awesome. Yeah, they gave Hanukkah geld. You can give a gift, a cash equivalent. But to make the whole yantiv center around how many gifts you're getting every single night and this and that, uh, and uh, it really gets scary when one guy said he started giving gifts for 12 days. That's why I really got nervous. Uh, if you don't get that, then I shreich him. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, there's got to be something that's seeping in. And uh, so one guy said, yeah, it seeped in, not because of the religion, it's because at Madison Avenue they advertise and they, 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 they a lot of sales and they, you know, okay, but, but we have to buy into that, no pun intended. Like, what do we need that for? Like, well, you know, it's, it's certainly, the answer question is certainly overdone. With that said, I think that everybody knows that Hanukkah floats around the English calendar and it happens to land on an interesting night this year. And uh, unless somebody who's not yet from or doesn't know the sugya looking at you and you're worried about Marisayan, I don't think you can, I don't think you can answer it based on that. Um, but that's, uh, that's my short uh, version of, of where it goes. And that's why you have to be, Libby the people who were more recently um, uh, acclimating to American life, you know, recent immigrants like after World War II and those that came very European style weren't, not because of lack of money only, weren't uh, giving, uh, going shopping for like nine hours and having uh, things put away every night. And, you know, they weren't because they didn't see that in Europe. They'll say, well, they were very poor in Europe. Not everybody was very poor. And um, again, there's a makar for something, but shyly is to what extent? That's really, uh, that's really the question, how much, how much seeped in, which is what this sugi is all about. Okay, uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, there's one ma'amakam, Baruch Hashem, we finished all Thanksgiving, before Thanksgiving. Um, I can't tell you, as I mentioned this during the year, it's absolutely astounding. I know Ramesh is misquoted. I bumped into three people on Thanksgiving. I was in Brooklyn giving a shir, not on Chukosayim. But for hot girls, they usually go in, and uh, I had a number of things to do throughout the day. Three different people mentioned to me toward the later afternoon that, you know, that's a good thing. They all said the same Russian. It's like, Shloshin Aviyim Shkarim, Arm Asagnin, the same Russian. But all three said, it's a good thing Ramesha holds his mutter. I said, Rabbi Feinstein? <laughs> which which Ramesha? How can you make? He has three long chulas. Are you all read it here? It's all like <laughs> And he's very nice. Uh, he says, if you'd ask me at the end of the last shuva, I think it's an Isidoresa. And he says, the turkey is a davish shtus, and I think he didn't mention tasty. He thinks the Ramah holds that. Ramesh is not the place to pick to hold this mutter. You want to say that there are some who categorically answer to the extent they didn't write a chuva? Yes. You want to say there are others among Mekel? Yes. You want to say Ramesha at least spoke about it and talked about the possible tzad l'hokel, but there are if you don't do it? Yes. But say Ramesha is the Mekel? Is, uh, clearly means they never opened up a digger's measure. That's, uh, it just, I, I found it very, I thought the first two guys were kidding, like they were listening online, they heard me say that, so I said, you are, jo- you heard the shirim? They said, no, well, you gave shirim on it? 
So I said, yeah, why don't you go listen? He said, what's the, what's the short, uh, short version of it? I said, the short version of Moshe has big problems with it. That's the short version. It's, it's, um, anyway, so it just goes to show you whatever you hear quoted from anybody, uh, you've got to be very careful. Okay, so now we get to the kashras of the turkey. I want to show you one short marmokom, Machuva from Abelski Zatzal, who just put this out in one of his new Machuvas uh, for him. And uh, I thought this raya was very fascinating. There's an old debate whether turkeys are kosher. The reason there's a debate is because there's no real masaira on turkeys, and you need a masaira for birds, because there are no clear simonim for birds. There are 24 birds listed in Chumash, the tray for birds, everything else is kosher. I use tray as a colloquialism. It's uh, borrowed Russian, it means uh, non-kosher. And uh, there are 24. The problem is we don't know exactly how the 24 are translated. And therefore, without a masaira, we don't eat any birds, and we're not sure. Now, there are secondary characteristics by birds, uh, and there's a whole description of what they are, but that, you still need a masaira. There are acharein mahod, you need a masaira on meat, which is a shayla about the buffalo. Most contemporary acharein here in America give a acharein on buffalo. This is similar enough to what we have, and it has two clear simonim, and many dispute that you need a masaira with the simonim. But come out, everybody holds. Not everybody, come out, everybody holds you need a masaira on the birds. And that is the minute that you need a Masaira. Hence the question by the turkey, because how can there be a Masaira? It was discovered in America and brought back to Europe in the 1500s. So how can there be a Masaira? So you say, you got the Masaira from the chief of the Pomona Indians, and he told you it was kosher. Problem is, he doesn't have a Masaira either. And you can't say, well, we're doing it already for 400 years, so that's a Masaira. So I'm on a title like that. It's a little schwach. If we know the Masaira didn't come from anywhere, the rush says this. The Farish, that he said there's a certain place in Europe. He says they think they have a Messiah in this bird, but they were a lot of Amaratsas there, and therefore, I, even though they've been doing it for many years, I don't trust the Messiah. So you've got to have a good Messiah. And those who don't eat turkey and the other are those who don't, are not eating it because they don't have a Messiah. And those that do, which is mostly everybody in the major kosher organizations, give a hatcher on turkey. Uh, they hold that it is close enough to the birds we know and love. And it's the same characteristics that's Kilu like we have a Masaira. Now, mind you, there are chuvas written in Europe about this. You say, well, they're written in Europe. They have a Masaira. The answer is no. They talk about, the, as we said, the Hodu. They thought this guy, the, uh, the new, uh, the new uh, route to uh, India. And they knew, they were talking about the bird in the 1600s that came back from America. So that was the debate. Can you have a Masaira in that? Now, we're gonna, not going to do justice in one chuva, but it'll give you an uh, interesting insight. Uh, certainly, there's Raya is uh, something you have to at least uh, bring up on the table and discuss. Yesh Ladas. Let me see the second paragraph. Yesh Ladas, Yesh, Mishpacha Shuv B'Yisrael Shadayin Lo Hishtavu In Kabbalah's Aif Haiduva Aisur Nasai. There are still families who do not eat turkey and they have not made peace with the uh, the possible lack of Maserah. Aval Minig Harochav Hu Gdalel the Minig in Klai Yisrael is to eat it by and large. Ladaiti Yesh Lahavi Makar Chazak Lamater and he has a riot to the Mekilim. Hine. The Gemara Ba'Allah Hamuva Sheish Lismoch Chacham Tzayad Lahakir Ben Eifes Tameim at the Hern. Listen carefully to this. The Pasha the Raya, Shail is uh, one of the others hold. He says, You have a right, the Gemara says, to rely on a Chacham who's a Tzayad. Tzayad is a hunter, a guy who hunts birds. And he doesn't have to be a Rosh Kabahag, he doesn't have to be a Baki Bashas, but he has to be a Chacham in this Sogya. And if he brings you a bird, he knows the difference between, between a Tame bird and a Tara bird. He knows what they are, he knows what they look like. How do you graduate to become a certified Sayyid Chacham? 
Very simple. Mishamakir b'chol chav dalar oifes atameim. Pasuk list twenty four. The man, you have to know betvias ayin backwards and forwards, and you sleep. What all twenty four look like? So as you're hunting, you bring back the right one. And once he has his nemanis, and you know he has a good eye, then you can trust him, and you don't have. He can take off the feathers. He can chop it up. He can serve schnitzel, and you can trust him. Good. Without this tanaya being makar all twenty four, he cannot be certified as a sayyid chacham. Hine after the parentheses. It's clear in the time of the Gemara they had such people who had this label of a Tzayel Chacham and they were able to serve you birds because you knew they weren't bringing any Tameyas because they knew all 24 and by giving it to you, he's telling you this is not one of the 24. Step one. Step two is if in the time of the Gemara they had them, they must have had all 24 non-kosher ones in the old world. So far, so good. Stop me if you lose me. That's where everybody lives. Middle East and uh, those parts of Europe, the the old world. Forget even Europe. It's the, the Europe is a Balitasis already. The Chachmei Talmud in the Middle East. They came five hundred years ago to the New World. That's us, America. They saw many different types of creatures they didn't recognize. But among the birds they found, came out every single one was strikingly familiar to the birds found in the old world. But they were so similar they were in the family. And they were able to match up everything in the kosher and non-kosher. Movad min There was only one bird that was radically different than all the other ones, and that's our beloved turkey. Now, obviously, the only possible uh, weak link in this argument, which he doesn't hold of, is you say, no, it was similar, and it's not that dissimilar. Okay. But he says the turkey stands alone. You have to know animals, which he knew. He says, the turkey stands alone in any dimion to anything in the old world. Someone to tan the turkey is like a chicken, like a hen. He says, in his opinion, that is absolutely not correct. So there was no turkey or turkey-like creature in the old world. So now we put two and two together. Very simple. If to be a Tzayel Chacham, you have to have a Tzayel Chacham, all 24 birds. It means you have to have seen all 24 birds. They didn't have encyclopedias then. So they couldn't see the picture of something with the, in Connecticut. So that means they saw all 24. Rabelsky says the turkey was not in existence in the old world. They couldn't have seen it. If they only saw 23 and identified 23, they couldn't be a Tzayel Chacham because maybe the one they don't know is one of the ones they're serving. So he says, obviously, that it's V.S. on all 24. So the conclusion is, the turkey is not one of the 24 non-kosher ones. And that's why the Mekilum felt comfortable. He thinks that's the best reason. Which means he didn't find this right in any Afrenim. See, he says, I know somebody's going to tie on this raya. Please think about it before you start shepherding. 
<laughs> Interesting. The, the only possible weak link here is that you'll say, no, it is similar to something in the old world, and therefore maybe that was one of the Chavdal. He said he's examined it, and it's just not so. I thought that was a very fascinating idea, and he says if somebody knew all 24 and this wasn't one of them, so uh, because it wasn't there, then we know it's not one of the 24. With that said, there were those who, uh, who did need it. Somebody told me Rabbi Yaakov didn't need turkey? Is that correct? It's interesting. Two Ashivas in Tavadas, one did, one didn't. I don't know if Rabelsky did, but he holds the kosher, right? Uh, but uh, it's, in terms of the Messiah, it is, it is a Shaila, because at the end of the day, it's a little hard to prove 1,000% that uh, it is or is not in the Chavdalad. He argues that uh, the historical Matzias is it wasn't there, and therefore it couldn't be, and that is to be of the Minig. So I'm sure you saved a little bit up for tonight's dinner. Enjoy.